And you know what that means. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of the Generation Wrestling Podcast. As always, yours truly, the 27-year-old piece of gold franchise, a.k.a. the G.O.W.'s very own Tribal Chief. And with me, as always, he is the flyest in the room. He's Mr. One, two, three. Pin that ass down. K-Breezy, better known as Tuco Kimbro. Bro, how you doing? Man, I'm good, bro. What's up with you, man? Man, I'm good. I'm good. And as always, man, we got to send love to our third member, man, our third founder, father, the flawless phenomenon, flawless Joey B. For sure, for sure. All right, man. So we're going to dive right into it. So we are going to discuss uh, last night's Friday Night Smackdown, which was also night one of the WWE draft. Uh, so what we're going to do in this episode is we're going to talk about the matches first. Then we're going to talk about the draft last and uh, give our thoughts on that. So with that being said, man, we started off the night with one hell of a match. Not a long match, but a very, very uh, a good one. And it was between Big E and Sheamus. They were in a what was it? A, uh, what what kind of match was it? A false count anywhere, right? Yeah, I think it was just false counts anywhere. False count anywhere match. Uh, I'm a, I'm a, I'm gonna dive right in, man. What did you think of the match, uh, Tuco? Um, it was a it was a nice little opener. It, it was a good opener. It was interesting. It's Big E. It's uh Sheamus. You know we uh we definitely want to see more of Big E. Um, sorry, I had a starburst in my mouth. Yeah. Um, we definitely want to see more of Big E. We definitely want to see this push that he's been getting, uh, especially with Kofi and Xavier being out. Uh, so to see him kind of finish off this rivalry with uh, Sheamus, especially after what Sheamus did to him when he thought uh, Xavier showed up and it was his birthday and he had the cake and everything and he jumped him and then you know uh, dropped him a what is that white what do you call it white shadow or um, white noise white noise. White noise. He, he white noised him right on right on the windshield of a car. So it was nice to see him come back and you know kind of finish that rivalry and get his get back on Sheamus because man, he they, they 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 hit each other with everything: flour, powder, broomsticks, uh, you you name it. It was if it was there to be picked up and hit, it they picked it up and they hit each other with it. Absolutely. Uh, to for for him to get put through the. Um, the, the the white shadow for him to get that again on the windshield, but this time, you know, he was able to you know come back and then throw Sheamus through the table. I'm like, all right, you know, it, it was a nice little finish. Like I said, it was good, it was cool, it was a nice little opening match, something to kind of get the juices flowing for the draft. Um, right. I liked it. I, I liked it because it's Biggie and he's getting that push and he's getting a push against somebody legit. Sheamus is that dude that you know if you don't come ready, he he gonna knock you out. And that bro kick ain't no joke. Well, yeah, yeah, like you said, man, uh, you can clearly tell, man, somebody in the WWE slash NXT boardroom has been watching some AEW. Because a few of the spots reminded me of the spots from the Best Friends parking lot brawl a couple weeks ago. But that's neither here nor there. Ah, ah. Yeah, especially the windshield spot. But, you know, it is what it is. Uh, yeah, I like this, man, because you got a chance to really see the serious side of Big. Uh, it was one point during the match where, you know, Big E and Sheamus is going at it. You know, Big E pretty much, like, he kind of shoved the ref out the way. He's like, get out of my way. But, like, the way he said it was like, hey, like, I ain't playing with your ass. Like, you can get it too type. Like, let's go. Mm -hmm. And uh, I, I should have known, man. I should have known because it was just a weird feeling, man, before the show with Big E. It was – I don't know. He – he seemed like Big E, but it seemed like, you know, he can tell that something else was up. And, of course, would you know it, 
You know, you, later on, man, you got your boys showing up in the security guard shirts looking like two people that I know. <laughs> and it happened to be Kofi Kingston and Xavier Woods. And right. here's a little thing. Man, I didn't realize that. And Woods looked at Jack, man. Jacked as, jacked as hell. And the crazy part was I didn't realize that it's been a year since all three of them tagged together. I didn't realize yeah. it was that. Well, yeah, he got hurt last about around, around this time last year, we know it's Achilles, and then um, mm-hmm. then it was Kofi and just Big E being the tag team going back and forth until Kofi got hurt, and then they finally you know let Big E do his thing. But it, it 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 I didn't think of it you know too much because you know it was it was them showing up when he just got finished having that match with Sheamus. I mean, you can look at him. He still had the powder and everything. He was, I mean, you know, holding his back. Like, you can tell, you know, he was hurting. Like, he was like, all right, man, I, I really need to go to the dentist. We, we need to hurry this up. Come on, let's get this done. Like, he was trying to do it, but he trying to get to the back and go see the doctor, man, and get, you know, mm-hmm. fixed up. But uh, I, I I didn't read too much into that. I, I just saw that, you know, he went through a battle, you know, with Sheamus, and, you know, he, he beat up. He he happy to see his boys, but you know, yeah, he, yeah, he, he trying to get to the back. <laughs> well, speaking of man, getting to the back. Next up, we got Jay Uso. Man, he comes out to the ring. You know, he call out. You know, his big cousin Roman Reigns, big Uso. Uh, you know, he wants to. You know, kind of have a talk about. You know, Roman's actions as of late. And of course, you know, we get on the Titan Tron, man, the Jumbo Tron. We get the one, the only, the Advocate, Paul Heyman. He comes on the screen, cuts this promo. And the first thing that I noticed was his background. I noticed they looked like they were in some type of house or mansion or wherever they were. I noticed it looked like very like mob like. Then of course, you know, you got Roman Reigns. They paying the camera to him. He kind of got his whole little, you know, mob boss type little laid back get up on and, and the tribal chief, man. Yeah, I'm going to say this right now and put me on the record. Roman Reigns. In this very moment, I know Randy's been killing it. I know the the uh, the hurt business has been killing it. I'm gonna say right now, though, for my money, for my money, I think Roman the hottest thing going right now. And well, it's- he's the top guy. I mean, let's let's just be real. Uh, good or bad, Roman Reigns is the top guy. So the only what, what, what's making it better is the fact that you know we've had this you know, face Roman Reigns for years. And this is the guy that Vince has been trying to shove down the throats when we wanted something different. Like don't shove him down the throats. Just let him be him and do something different with him. Like turn him heel. You didn't turn Seth Rollins heel face, heel face, heel again. You you did it to Ambrose. He was a face. Then he was a heel. Then he was a face. Then he was a heel. Then he was a face before he left out. Roman Reigns is like the only one that stayed true. Like they wanted him to follow kind of like in that uh, John Cena kind of lane where, you know, he's just a fan favorite guy. Everyone loves him, you know, big dog. Uh, But for him to come and actually be the heel and then be this kind of, you know, methodical type, you know, heel, you know, where he's really just, you know, yo, man, he he knows the game. He, you know, you, there's nothing you can really say to him. And with Paul Heyman standing by his side, it's like, Dude, you got everything covered. So, yeah, that mob boss mentality, you know, that that type that you were talking about. But um, my my, I like I like Jay. Yeah, Jay is Jimmy. Mm-hmm. 
Jimmy's the other one. I like Jay. Um, I hate his promos because he 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 he's talking as if he's not sure what it is he's supposed to say now. I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt because we all know Vince is very famous for tearing up scripts last minute. So whatever was might have been written for him, it could have been changed. But and, you know, and it's just him trying to remember what he's saying. But it's like, I don't know, he he kind of speaks like a he, it, it's almost like he he's so used to speaking with Jimmy. Like yeah. when they the way they the way they do their promos, you know, when they come out, they're back and forth. And I feel like he's he hasn't gotten used to that. Uh, not doing back and forth anymore, where it's just more of him, and then kind of speaking more consistency, you know, consistent, you know, not kind of pause and stop so much. Like you can kind of say what you need to say, you know. But I, I don't know. It, it's just a little some. Just listening to him, it's like, all right, man, I know what you want to say, but I don't believe you. I like, I don't, I don't buy in. Like I know you good, but I need you to make me want to buy into you, and and. His attitude and his ring work will make me buy in, but I, you know, I want that promo. You know, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a wrestling guy. I, I, I want you to tell me why you deserve it. What, what's gonna make me believe you actually got a chance now <laughs> that we got this new and interesting kind of a hell in a cell match where it's a hell in a cell match that's an I quit match. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, oh, okay. Okay, it's just an I quit match, but you can't go nowhere because you'll be in the cell. So it's just, it's just, it's all right. You just threw the cell on top of it, but it's a little different. It's new, but it's like, what are you gonna do to top what you did at Class of Champions? Is the all that? And then my thing is too. Jay's gonna get the hell beat out of him. <laughs> of course he is. Of course. I mean, course. I mean, you know, if you thought it was bad before. But then being locked inside the cell, Roman is about to tear his ass up. Uh, now, with that being said, because it is in the cell, you have Jimmy. Oh, no, excuse me, not Jimmy. Excuse me, Jay. Mm -hmm. uh, there's some weapons that could be involved. There's some things that he can uh -oh. utilize. So, of course, all the stuff that's going to be under the ring, of course. Yeah, so in a way, I feel like this is also a way to kind of help him save face as well because I don't feel like this will be a short match. Uh, I feel like they're going to give these guys some time. Just, well, you know what? I'll put it this way. I feel like it's going to go one or two ways. Either Roman is going to decimate the dog shit out of Jay or this match is going to get a lot of time, but Roman is going to get most of the offense, obviously. I tell you what, I do see Jay getting speared out the cage. That's for damn sure. I can see that. I can see I a spear. I can definitely see that happening. So then I don't. So then I don't know if they're gonna do something off the top rope. I don't think Roman wants to. I mean, I, he may, may. I don't know. He may not. I'm not sure how that will work out as far as story throughout the match. How you're gonna convince him to want to, unless he's gonna threaten to throw you off the top cage. But then again. How the hell are he gonna get you up there? So, yeah. <laughs> so, so I, I'm not sure how they're gonna work that, but you know, I'm sure they'll come up with something. Uh, but yeah, man, it's 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 gonna be a little interesting and different. Uh, I hope it's not the red cage, but it probably will be. Uh, yeah, it, it probably will be. Let, let's just be honest. Um, now, they do, now they don't have to actually worry about fans being in the building, so they're probably gonna do the red. Cage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Well, then you then, but the TV was the problem. I mean, people were still complaining about the red cage on TV because you know it was looking different on their TVs. It was some, oh, you know, you got them HD TVs. Sometimes it look just look a little too too damn red. So, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. but yeah, yeah. I it, other than that, um, I, I I'm just interesting how they're gonna tell how they're just gonna do this one. Like you, you didn't expect what happened at Clash of Champions. You didn't know really how that match was going to go. And then for it, the way it went and ended, it was like, wow, okay, now I'm I'm ready for the next match. I know you're going to lose, but I'm ready for the next match. Let me let me see what you're going to do. And, yeah. Okay, I'm sorry. No, no, and, and I'm saying, and just, you know, the, uh, I, you know, I, I, I'm just curious. I, that's, that's all. I, you know, I'm just really curious to see what they're going to do to top it. My thing, my question is, will it go first or will it go last? Uh, but we'll ask that question when we get to the next Hell in a Cell match that was announced a little later in the show. Yeah. Uh, what I liked about Roman is what he he left a little cliffhanger. And he was yeah. like, regardless, there will be consequences. And it, because now you just let me know, okay, not only is this an I quit match, but then there's like a hidden agenda behind this match. Like this isn't it. This ain't gonna be like, oh, okay, you quit and it's over. Like, right. no, you're gonna quit and then I'm gonna make you suffer some more. The question right. is, right. what is that something more? Oh man, he's gonna probably like I said, he he may throw him off the cage. I know Jimmy may, I mean Jimmy, Jay may try to, you know, get away from him and think Roman won't climb the top and he'll climb after him. And I I doubt if it's a Beer on top of the cage or anything like that because you don't want to risk them coming through. You don't want to make Foley those guys. Now, you know, Mick Foley, he's the type of wrestler that could take that move because that's his specialty. That's what he does. He, he does that crazy shit. Right. You don't want Jimmy and Jay, uh, Jimmy and uh, I'm sorry, nah, you don't want Jay and Roman. They all look alike. Sorry. Uh, they, <laughs> you don't want them to, to take that type of a move. So I can see the threat of looming, of throwing him off or him or, or or maybe them being on the side and going through the table, you know, some you know, one of those little small moves, or maybe just getting the spear through the cage is enough and he'll just bring it back into the ring or be on the outside. I, I don't know, man. Uh it there's no telling. It's WWE. You know, there's no telling. But that's what I'm most intrigued about. Like that's what got me pumped. I really don't know. I'm just hoping it makes sense. I, it, I just make it make sense. You cannot you cannot fiend this hell in a cell, okay? Do not fiend. It's hell in a cell, okay? <laughs> it's hell in a cell. You got to win by pinfall. There, there's no disqualification. There's no rules. Beat the hell out of each other. One, two, three, winner. That's it. And clearly, Warmer Reigns is going to at least do that much. See, we say that, and as fans, you know, we think that. We think it's that easy. We, we think it's that easy. But I, I WWE has a way. WWE is like the Browns of old. They find a way to lose in the fourth quarter. It's it, just when you think WWE got a perfect match card going on, they uh, always got that one match that just messes it all uh, up. Like, uh, damn, bro, you can't learn yet? Not well, yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> no argument here. No argument here. All right, all man. Right. What's up, bro? What's next? So, so, so the next up, man, we got Miz and Morrison versus Hardy and Riddle. Hardy and Riddle picked up the victory. Very random tag match, but eh, the the big uh, to me, I, I'm gonna ask you about the match. But to me, the biggest takeaway was Lars Sullivan. 
one, I forgot he was even with WWE. Uh, to me, it feels it, it didn't feel it was extremely random. I see you cracking up over there. Uh, too cold, man. I'm gonna ask you, what was your thoughts on Lars Sullivan? And then, what was what was your thoughts on on the tag match? Go ahead. Man. Oh shit, man! All right, man. So look, man. All right, man, so man, look. Okay. <laughs> All right, man. Look. So as far as the, I'm okay, I'm gonna start with the match first. Okay, the match. The match was kind of uh, the match wasn't you know weird because it was a uh, Matt Riddle, uh, I guess tweeting. Uh, before the draft, because you know he not knowing who was going to get drafted, where that he wished he can have a, a tag match with Jeff Hardy, and Jeff Hardy had tweeted him back, "Sure, let's do it. We will, it'll be a broadtree in motion or some something like that." Um, and then the Miz, of course, and Miz and Morrison made fun of it, so that's how the tag match happened. Yeah. Uh, but uh, I, I I thought it was kind of interesting. <laughs> You got these two guys. <laughs> you got <laughs> Jeff Hardy. You got Matt Riddle, and w- whatever you want to say about them, you know it, it's it's an interesting story. Okay, <laughs> regardless of what you talk about. Uh, but I, I I thought it was a little different. You know, it was something something new. Like okay, Hardy style with Matt's, you know, kind of more rough, hard hitting, fast paced style. I'm like right. they're both quick, but you know Hardy's moved to kind of high flying. You know he's he's stuck to what he does best. Right. Uh, it wasn't you know nothing you know grand or anything like that. It was just Miz and Morrison, solid tag team. You know they can hold their own. But uh, I'm ready for John. I want to see more out of John Morrison. I I I'm I've I'm over the tag team thing. Like with them, um, they've done it enough. They've been the the beat up boys for Braun, Otis, every you know I I'm done with them. Um, split them up, Miz. Go go take care of Maurice for a while. John Morrison, do your thing. I, I that's that's what I want to see. I, I don't get me wrong. I, I I actually like the Miz, and he's solid. Okay, he that, that's the best I can give Miz. He's solid. You can trust him to go in a match with somebody and do his part and make sure that person looks good. And he can be the asshole that he needs to be, uh, but uh, yeah, the the I didn't have a problem with the match. I, I'm I'm just ready for uh I'm just ready for them to move on. It, it was okay. I liked it though. Next up, we got Bay from the Bay Area versus hey. my personal favorite, right? Well, this is mortal enemy, the <laughs> <Ball of Culture laughs> Banks <laughs> for the uh, for the SmackDown Women's Title. Silly me, man. Silly me. Silly me for actually thinking it was going to be a clean finish regardless of how it went. I'm not mad that they're going to have a match at Hell in a Cell, but if you're going to do this, man, you might you not having the match at all, in my opinion. It, but uh, you got Sasha who won by disqualification because Bailey hit her. I would, I would still cheer, right? Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, with a steel. Yeah, chair. right in the gut when she, when, when it was on the outside when she pulled her to the outside. Yeah. Yeah, so I mean, you know, eh, I guess you have an excuse to give it, you know, them to have this match. You could have did that anyway after she stomped her damn neck with a chair in the first place. No, no, no. The problem is you didn't have to have the match. Uh, Could have just saved it. This could have been just a promo. I mean, for the time of what they had, you could have just had Sasha Banks just come out and cut a promo. Bailey come out talking trash. They have a fighting brawl. And then, you know, Bailey tried to beat her with the chair. But then, you know, it, the same fight that took place after the DQ, you could have just did that. 
And that could have just set up the hell in a cell, which then you just say championship. That this was a this kind of it didn't it didn't set it back, but it was unnecessary because no one had faith in behind it. I didn't believe in it. Like, oh wait a minute, they're just gonna fight randomly on the SmackDown. Oh, okay, it's the draft, but uh no, nah, I don't I don't trust that. No, nah, no, nah, don't do that. Y'all shouldn't have did that. So I I, I, I didn't care for it. I, I wish they hadn't did it and they would have just built up something to uh you know to to hell and sell like they like they did uh with um Bailey and Sasha. And like I said, as I, uh, uh, as I asked you earlier, um which match do you think is gonna go first and you know which one's gonna main event the show? Cause I because uh, I'm looking at it and they're both SmackDown matches. Raw don't even I don't even know if Randy Orton and Drew is doing a Hell in a Cell. Oh, no, they are doing a Hell in a Cell match, aren't they? They're having a Hell in a Cell, but I don't see that going on last. I see... Well, that's three Hell in a Cell matches? Oh, well, I mean, it is a pay-per-view. I mean, you're done. I, I'm I'm going to be honest. I see the Randy and Drew match going on a little earlier in the show. I see Sasha. Oh, man. You know what? Okay, you know what? I would have said the Sasha and Bailey. I would have said that would have main evented the show, but only because Roman Reigns has his character change. And he's so red hot right now, and he's so red hot. That's the only reason I'm going to say you got to pull the trigger on this one. They're going to save this one because, I mean, honestly, yes, we want to see Bailey versus Sasha. We want to see Sasha win the chip uh, from Bailey, but. I don't think you can end the show like that. I think with as much hype as you have behind this run, because everybody wants to know the stipulation. So I feel like that's how the show is going to go off the air. Or maybe, maybe you don't find out the stipulations yet. Maybe Roman Reigns just beat the hell out of Jay. Jay say he quit, and then Roman leaves another cliffhanger. Oh, oh I mean, I'm pretty sure he's going to... Um... No, I think it's just I, I don't think it's gonna be I quit for career. I hope it's not gonna be that. It's gonna no, no, no. uh I think I think it'll be, be like if you lose, if you say I quit, you gotta join me. You know, and what you know, he's gonna do the thing we 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 wanted him to do. And we saw, you know, once he became a heel, and then it's like, oh man, what happened if him and the Usos decide to be a faction? That'd be nice. Like, so you know, they're they're already planted the seeds for it with the last pay-per-view. They're doing it again now. Uh, he's going to say, I quit. And then he's going to, you know, tell him he's the tribal chief. And, you know, him and his brother, his brother may come back and he may have an issue, you know, with Roman and try to do something. They might end up putting Uso versus Uso on the TV. I, you know, there's a there's a few possibilities on what they could do as far as this storyline and how they want to tell it, you know, however, however long they plan on telling it. You know what's funny? Before we get to the next match, when you say Uso versus Uso, I can see just you know me 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 putting stuff together in my head, right? I right. can see Roman beating Jay at Hell in the Cell. I can see Roman pretty much saying like, "Hey, you know I'm the head of the family. You do what I say. You work for me now." And then I can see Jimmy trying to come to the defense of his brother. And then Roman made Jimmy and Jay fight each other under the stipulation that if Jay beats you. You got to join. Yeah. And now you got the family. And now yeah. they gonna, and then they're going to dominate for a while. But this is going to be, this ain't going to be no goofy, you know, this going to be a real, 
it's gonna be this gonna be legit. Like, damn, this, this this is the hottest thing going for a few months, and I'm and I'm I'm anxious to see, especially with the rest of the draft and how is that how that goes out, how that plays out, and we're gonna get into that after we get through all these matches and stuff, which is about to come up uh, soon. But uh, it 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 really makes me wonder what they're gonna do, like because again, we, we got to figure out who's on what show. Because we still got another night of what I think Raw's doing thirty people. So yeah, all right, cool. But um, yeah, I, I, well, to answer the question though, I, I after after us having this discussion, I've now changed my mind to Roman and and Jay being the main event. I do feel like Sasha and Bailey will kind of be the middle of the show. Because if they, I, I didn't realize they were doing three, I thought they were just going to do two, and then I had to remember, damn, Drew and Orton is doing a damn hell in the sale. So, yeah. like you say, I could, I could see them being first. Now, if they now because Jay and Roman was the main event of the last pay per view, I could mm. see them maybe starting the show. Maybe that'll start it off just to you know get it done and out the way, and then maybe you might have Bailey. But I'll say that if 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 Bailey and them, I'm sorry, if Roman and them started, it'll be Bailey and them to finish it. At least that's what I think it should be. Okay. Drew and Orton ain't uh, it's it's it, it's middle of the show rivalry now. Like I, I'm, I'm I'm not over it, but I didn't really care for too much the the night vision goggles and trying to beat up the legends. I it it was the whole gender. It, it it I mean it was okay, but yeah yeah yeah. We, 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 we get to that. It was a little it was a little goofy. Uh, all right, man. So we're going from one half of one of the greatest current tag team champs, you know, on the roster, man. Ex tag team champs and Jay Uso. Now we come full circle back to your boys, the new day, as they challenge Cesaro and Sheamus for the SmackDown Tag Team Championships. Of course, uh, you know, <laughs> of course, excuse me, in WWE fashion. You had the New Day come back after a hiatus, win the SmackDown Tag Team Championships, just to find out they get drafted to Raw. And, of course, as Michael Cole said earlier in the show, if a champion gets drafted, they're not going to lose the title. The show's not even going to keep the title. The champion and the title is going to go to the other brand. only problem with that is the titles are literally named after the show they got traded from. So you're going to end S's have the SmackDown titles being defended on Raw, which isn't going to make sense, but you can't just put the Raw titles on them without switching the street profits, but that's neither here nor there. We're going to talk about well, that. Well, but yeah, we're going to get into that in a minute, man, but but uh, I want to I stick to the match. Yeah, so so we, we, what did you, first of all, how did it feel actually seeing your boys, you know, back in the ring? Kofi, he ain't been out that long, but Xavier's been a year. Like you say, he came back jacked as all hell. He don't look like he lost a step. The boy looked good, uh, and ended up picking up the victory. Uh, I like seeing big uh, uh, Xavier back. Um, he's he's always been that. He's always been a nice little workhorse on that team, man. You know, he he does his thing on the sidelines, but when he actually gets in the match, like his he doesn't have the most flashiest moves, but the stuff he does do is effective. Like he, you know, he'll drop his body on you in a quick. He'll hit you with a stiff with a stiff elbow real fast, man. You know, so uh, to 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 see them come back, cool. Um, 
ah, I want Kofi to change the the, the trouble in paradise. Uh it's yeah. He doesn't have the quickness in doing it no more. It's like he's two stepping to really have to turn around and just to get the kickoff. Like I, I, I want him to figure out a new move. Um something that he can do that, you know, it doesn't have to be the most flashes, but it but it, you know, it'd be effective. Right. Uh, now the problem I had was you had the new day win after Xavier's been gone for a year. Kofi's been gone for three months. Uh, Cesaro and Nakamura's been pretty been doing pretty good on SmackDown, defending the championships and going to Raw. Even though I, uh, I you know, I didn't care for them to really lose. I figured that would be a DQ match. I didn't think they would actually lose the match. Um, I, I didn't think there would be a clear winner. I thought somebody would, you know, it'd be a DQ somewhere and no one would get pinned. But they actually got pinned and beat. And I, I don't even know what the purpose of that was. I feel like, man, they just they, – I like them as a tag team. Right. But I'm not going to lie. I do want to see them get singles pushes. I do finally want to see Nakamura get a legit push, you know, and actually do something worthy. I want Cesaro to get out of the tag team division and and actually be a single star. So if that's the plan, if that's the plan, if you're telling me – that's the plan on what you're going to do. And you're, you're going to push them differently. Maybe one to get drafted to Raw, the other one, you know, stay on SmackDown, or if they don't go, both go together. <clears throat> I, I'm I'm good with that. Uh, yeah, the, and, but the new, I, you know, then I, I, it could have been somebody else. But I guess if you you if you got to put the titles on somebody, you got to put them on a new day. So, yeah, I, I'm not hating on the new day winning them. I just didn't think they should have came back. I felt like, Cesaro and them could have cheated themselves out, and then whatever happened afterwards still could have happened. It's just, you know, they didn't they didn't need to be champions. But I, w- whatever, man, we'll, we'll we'll get into the draft stuff because yeah, that that one blew my mind. Yeah, and I got something to say about that. But like you said, we'll we'll talk about that about that on the draft portion of the show. But man, let's right. finish this up. So right. the last match of the night, we got KO Kevin Owens versus the Fiend, and you know what? Oh, first of all, let me say this. Let me say this. It was damn good to see your boy KO back on SmackDown. One. Two, it was delightful to see The Fiend actually wrestle as The Fiend on SmackDown. And then three, it was a pretty good damn match. I like it. Was a really good like match. Uh, you know, the, those two went at it. Uh, the Fiend, man, whew. The way he ended that with, with, with that mean claw, that claw choke slam. And then, of course, you know, after the one, two, three, you got uh, Alexa Bliss come out on the stage and her and the Fiend kind of guy. You know what? I'm, I'm going to go. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to speak on that, too. I love this pairing of Alexa Bliss with the Fiend. Yeah. I, I, wasn't, yeah. I wasn't sure how I felt about it at first because, you know, it was rumored that she was going to play Sister Abigail. I like how. I don't necessarily know if you would call her call her the love interest just yet, but I think that's where they're going with it, like an evil, like psychotic, like love couple. It, I think it's just more of a brainwashing type thing. I it, I mean, it could be that. Um, I I don't know. I, I'm just, I think it's just like it's just brainwashing her right now. I, I, I right now it's just brainwashing. I I don't mm-hmm. think it's really anything else. But I, I I like the way this is a new side of Alexa Bliss. Like she's yeah. she's showing her diversity. Like you know when when wrestlers when they try to quote unquote act, 
is a lot, sometimes it's too obvious. It's like, I ain't, I ain't yeah. feeling it. With her, I can tell, like, all right, man, like, you've been watching your movies. You've been studying up on your stuff. Right. The way she talks, her mannerisms, the whole little Harley Quinn gimmick back, I love it. And then, of course, with The Fiend, the way Kevin Owens sold it, when he was like, I don't know what's up with all these dark people just coming after me and attacking me. And you could tell before the match, Kevin Owens kind of said conflicted. So now I want to know if we're going to get like this evil old badass prick KO back. I just want to know, man, what do you think happens now that the fiend has placed his hand on the soul of KO Kevin Owens? I don't. Well, <clears throat> I was kind of surprised that they brought KO over from Raw to SmackDown to do the KO show with uh, Bliss anyway. Like, you know, you could have had The Miz. That could have been just The Miz. You could have just had The Miz go out there and just say that just to put The Fiend over. You know, that that's all you needed. So you didn't really need KO. So it does uh, make me wonder what is their setup. And I don't know if they're thinking of doing Kevin Owens joining The Fiend or just – KO just kind of changing his attitude and his demeanor and what he does. I don't want to see him become some dark person. Like, I I don't need him to be like Aleister Black type. No, no, you 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 stay KO. Just be a heel. I just 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 turn heel. That's all you really need to do. I, I see him being like I said, a heel, but I see him still being KO. I see him being more like a badass. You get what? like he already right, a badass. right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like he like he like turned up like. A whole nother level. Yeah, yeah, no, 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 no doubt. Exactly. Um, but uh the match though, I I like the match. I, I watched the match. The match was good. Um it's KO and, and the Bray Wyatt. I mean, the fact that KO was just I, I like how though, yeah, he was shocked and surprised about Bray Wyatt sometimes, but he knew, okay, you know what? Yeah, this dude is a little different. All right, let me give him one more super kick. Bow. Oh, and okay, one more super kick. Bam. Okay, what? Oh, one more super kick. Bam. What? One more cannonball. Boom. What? One more cannonball. Boom. What? Another cannonball. Boom. It's like he just kept throwing everything at him, and and I I like that he you know he didn't let the allure of the fiend mess him up too much. Just a couple of things, but it's like oh, and then he snapped right back out of it and go, you know. So I, I like when people don't pretend like oh my god, this is oh I mean come on man, it, it's the fiend. He's a little demented, but. You know, you ain't got to be pissing in your wrestling boots. I mean, you know, just, just, <laughs> you know, just, just, you know, pull it back some. But I like the way he did it. I just like the way he sold it. It, it, it felt better. It flowed better uh, with just the way the match worked. Um, you know, he kind of botched the spine buster on the announcer's table. But yeah. I, I think that, that's just because Fiend was just wet and he just couldn't, he couldn't get the proper grip on him to pick him up. Uh, so I kind of, um, uh, I don't know. I, I yeah, I leave that one alone. I mean, it was it, you know they don't have Kevin Owens and them don't have too many botch moves. They, they they're pretty tight about you know their wrestling what they do. So I let that one slide. But um, I like the match. I like the ending. Like I said, with Bray uh Bray and and um no, I'm sorry, the Fiend and uh well, same person, but the Fiend and and the Bliss on the top of the ramp just you know kind of staring off into each other. The music just playing, and they just disappeared. I liked it. I like it. I'm intrigued to see where the kind of story goes. I trust Bray. I'm. I. He. This is. This got to be him. I mean, and this is. This is the only thing I'm trusting. You couldn't give me another uh, Mike 
can uh, Maria Canillas type. You can't give me another Bobby Lashley, Lana. No, with these two, I trust these two. I, I trust these two. I want to see it and see where it go. And I'm definitely interested to see what is this going to do for KO. Is he getting drafted to SmackDown? Is he going to stay on Raw? Like what's going or you know, will you know, or would a fiend get drafted? Who knows? Uh, we still got another thirty odd uh, people to go through. Yeah, well, you know what? Let's let's get right into it. Speaking of the draft, this was right. like, as I stated at the beginning of the show, part one, night one of the draft, followed by the kind of intermediate draft today this morning on uh uh what is it? Damn, talking, uh, yeah, talking smack. All right, so we're gonna go through the draft picks. Uh, so the first three picks, picks. First three bricks. <laughs> <laughs> I know you feel some type of way, bro. Okay, all right. First three bricks. All right, I got you. <laughs> the first three picks for Raw. Uh, of course, was the champion, Drew McIntyre. You got the uh, Raw Women's Champion, Oscar. You got the Hurt Business. No surprise there. Right. SmackDown, of course. You got a retained SmackDown uh, champion, Roman Reigns. Right. I will say, Seth Rollins, the Monday Night Messiah. He spent his whole entire professional WWE career since being called up from NXT on the on the red brand. He's on the blue brand. And you know what they say? SmackDown is the land of opportunity. This guy's done everything he can do on the red brand. I am excited, ecstatic, exuberant to see my boy, the Monday Night, now the Friday Night Messiah, Seth Rollins. Uh, well, actually, I heard he switched his name to the Friday Night Savior, so I'm going to call him the Friday Night Savior. Uh, Tuco, man, what do you think of the architect, the Messiah, the Savior on SmackDown? Um, the other picks were all kind of predictable. Um, Oscar, uh, yeah, yeah, her business. I, I well, no, honestly, her. I thought maybe they would come to SmackDown. I thought maybe that her business would end up going to SmackDown, but. Uh, they yeah they 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 run raw. <laughs> raw is their show. Whatever. I mean they didn't got rid of the underground, which I'm I'm, I'm I'll take that. Uh, <laughs> right, I'll, I'll take y'all got rid of raw underground. Good with that. But um, those picks were kind of obvious as far as Roman going to SmackDown. Well, well, no, not really because I thought maybe Raw would take Roman. Mm. I, I I figured they would take Roman and then SmackDown would take Drew and bring him to SmackDown. Um. Like that, you know, right, right. I feel like they maybe they would have changed that up a little bit, uh, but you know they they didn't, which is fine. Um, the Seth Rollins, to me, in this entire draft was well, no, because there was another pick later. You know, there was another pick that I was really happy with too. So this one was probably the best male pick for SmackDown that I like because it was. Like you say, it was a change because Seth Rollins, I think he's wrestled smack on SmackDown maybe once, but he's never been on the show consistently as, on the brand. I think maybe, you know, one time, you know, he showed up with the, you know, the shield or some of, you know, you know, because they were doing both shows, you know, both shows weren't split. There was a minute where they weren't split anymore. They were, you know, doing everything together. So, um, so, you know, he wasn't really on it, on it, but he might have popped up or maybe, maybe did something else. But. Yeah, to see him on, you know, Friday nights, you know, that's going to be, I, I like it. I, I have no problem with it. It's a change. It's, it's something different. I just hated who came along with him. Yeah, yeah, we definitely going to get into that one. And then, of course, SmackDown retains Sasha Banks. I, you know, clearly I expected that one. 
Uh, the next three picks for Raw, you got the phenomenal AJ Styles, which is, you know, I kind of I, I anticipated paid that going. Uh, they kept Nia Jax and Shannon Baszler, the Raw Women's Tag Team. Well, yeah, the Raw Women's Tag Team Champions. Well, I guess they're the Tag Team Champions of WWE because there's only one right, 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 right. Well, you know, the, the, the Women's Tag Belts can go on either show. So, But they're but when they lose the titles, they're on Raw. Yeah, but let me tell you, I will say this. this there was one pick. I was very excited. I was super excited. My girl, my girl, my homie. You know, uh, th- th- this is Sister Oost with the juice. Of course, we're talking about the beautiful, the talented, the one who deserves a shot. Give her a chance. Naomi is on the red brand, bro. I'm excited. How do you feel about Naomi finally getting a change of scenery and going to the red show? She's like Sasha Banks. She's been on one brand for the longest and has only won that brand's title. It's time for them to switch up and get the other brand. And Sasha needs the SmackDown. Naomi needs the Raw. So it only makes sense, man, that you 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 got Oscar. This is someone we said, man, Oscar needs different people to wrestle. She needs some new faces. This is a new face. This is definitely a new face that can hold her own. And you know, I think with maybe a few matches could eventually maybe beat Oscar. I mean. She 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 can do it. The girl can go. But I was excited to see that she got moved. Now this makes me wonder: Are they splitting up the Usos? Because you know, Vince tries to keep a lot of the couples and married couple, especially the married couples, uh, right. together. They don't have not uh, be on different shows. So her getting drafted to Raw really makes me ask the question: Are they splitting up the Usos? Because they did. They uh, we'll we'll get to that second. Yeah, well, well, it, well it's, it's funny you mentioned that because actually this next woman, she is the fastest, the strongest, the roughest, the toughest, the baddest. She is Bianca Belair. She got drafted to SmackDown. And as we know, her husband, Montez Ford, one half of the Street Profits, Solo Cup Shouties, they still on Raw for the time being. So right. like you said, you know, Vince for, for the last few years has been trying to keep couples together. Now it seemed like, you know, hey, man, it's really all hands on deck. We got the EST of WWE. Finally, we said this, man. She she made sporadic appearances on Raw, but really haven't done too much since being called up. Now right. we got in the land of opportunity, the blue brand. How do you feel about Bianca Belair? Give me your thoughts. Oh, I'm not mad about this at all because she's going to wrestle. She's going to yeah. get that's all that. That's all that matters to me. I she can do her promo stuff and you know talk smack and all that. That's that's cool, but she's going to wrestle. That's what I want. Because on Raw, you know, she'll be a show. I mean, don't get me wrong, they wrestle because you can't Oscar can't be a show all the time. You gotta yeah. let Oscar wrestle because people want to see Oscar whoop ass. So therefore, yeah. y- y- there is more wrestling with women now, but you know, on SmackDown, you know they're gonna wrestle, wrestle. Unless they decide they want to do another karaoke, and then she's going to sing Cardi B and Megan Thee Stallion, and then uh, somebody's going to cut her mic when she gets to a certain part. But you know, other than that, um, I, it, no, I'm I'm I I am ecstatic because again, now I wanted her to get some time on Raw and actually wrestle, but they saved her for SmackDown. That's cool. She's young. She just you know. She didn't get the NXT championship, and that's the one belt I want her to have, or at least have, would uh, have her name on it to say she's had it. Uh, and you know, come in SmackDown. Maybe she'll get drafted back. Whatever, however that works. But 
her being on SmackDown, if Bailey stays, or well, Sasha, I well, Sasha's not going anywhere. Uh, so I. I, I kind of like the division. It, it, again, it just depends on what the rest of the draft looks like. I, I got to see who she's going to go up against. I got to look at the matchups. Now, I don't want to get too ahead of myself, but I'm going to get ahead of myself because, you know, this is this is the world of make-believe. So I want to throw some scenarios out there. I mean, can you imagine? Just think about this. I know she's pregnant right now, but just think she happens to come back to the blue brand. You got Belair versus Becky. You got Belair versus Sasha. You got Belair versus Charlotte. I can oh, see you have that. You don't have that. That that you that last one. You can book that because them two are going to fight. <laughs> Charlotte and and uh uh goddamn uh my girlie um yeah she they they, they gonna they gonna have it out because they got history from NXT from when yeah. Charlotte was the uh, champion or really when Rhea was the champion because she felt like Charlotte was uh uh-uh, you don't even go here why is you <laughs> you know what I'm saying she giving her a whole rundown so you there's beef there. I want to see that because I mm-hmm. felt like that should have been something when Flair was the champion before she dropped it to EO. I understand if they were ready to put it on EO, but I feel like Belair should have got an opportunity. And I'm definitely intrigued in that one. Bailey, sure. Sasha, yeah. cool. But Becky, sure. but I, no, honestly, it's yeah. Flair. It's Flair and Belair that I want to see. And let me tell you, I feel like, you know, that match, the match they had at NXT was very good. I loved it. I liked it a lot. I feel like on the main roster, I feel like he's really wishful thinking in your words. I feel like he's going to get the, 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 the justice it deserves. But oh, it, was, it, oh. it just makes perfect, it, it makes perfect sense to, like you said, the history is there. You got Charlotte Flair who calls herself genetically superior, going against the fastest, the strongest, the roughest, the toughest, the best. Bianca Belair, God damn it, book it now. I'm ready for it. All right, Let's that's what I'm saying. Like, I want to see that. Like, I want to see that. Like, Bailey, you know, Bailey can, like, Bailey can hold her own too. So, you know, I, I definitely want to see, and especially this Bailey. It's got to be this Bailey. Yeah. Can't be no other Bailey. It's got to be this Bailey that goes up against uh, Belair. But yeah, I, there's a couple, at least those two, Sasha and uh, and Becky. I I feel like. I don't know. Me looking at Belair, I feel like she should be able to squash them too, even though they're not squashable. Like you're not just gonna squash them, but I don't feel like they can really give her the the run for their money. Like I know Bailey and Flair can. So you yeah. know, I, that's just me. That's just me. You know, I. You know, I Look, man. You know how I feel about Sasha. You know, you you know this flawless. He really know how I feel about Sasha. But if I gotta say, if it's a woman on this roster right now especially from an athletic standpoint right. and from uh, just just the, the swag and just everything about what it takes to be a star in WWE today. Mm-hmm. Bianca Belair, she is right there, if not, man. She, 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 she right there for me. So, you know, oh, yeah. I got all the love in the world for her. I definitely think that she should have definitely got at least one NXT title reign. I feel like that was probably the greatest – thing to never come true was her getting that title reign. But it's cool because the EST, the WWE gonna get that SmackDown Women's title. You could put a fork in it, goddammit, like a shish kebab. Stick, stitch, put it in there, man. I'm gonna go on a limb and I'm gonna say because of the way she showed out in last year's or this year's Royal Rumble. Say it, say it, say it, say it, say what I think you're about to say. Say it, go ahead. 
You know, you want to say, say, man, the EST of WWE could be the 2021 Royal Rumble winner. I'm just saying, I'm just saying, you know, I'm just going to put that out there. There's a good chance because Vince likes her. Uh, you know, there's there's reports that he, he he likes her character. He likes the way she looks. He likes, you know, so, you know, he, he, she her sass, everything, you know, he mm-hmm. likes it. So, you know, can is he going to stay consistent behind it? Is he going to just drop it like he did Baszler? Is he going to just drop it like he did other people? Like, I, I don't want this. I like people like Bel Air. They want to really see it. So, do you, do you want to know why I think Vince isn't going to drop it? Why? Because Charlotte, your top woman of the company, and you can, you, you can argue Becky, but Charlotte, she's a fan of Bel Air. And I feel like as long as Charlotte is a fan of Bel Air and 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 and, and, and it sticks with her, I feel like man, ain't nothing happening to Bianca no time soon, man. You know, but then I'm in the company. She's a fan of you. She's the top of the top, the cream of the crop. You feel me? We ain't even got to the Rumble yet, and I'm already gonna put Bel Air as my pick for women the uh, w- winning the women's Royal Rumble. So. I already got my I already got my put down. She's gonna be my main pick. I'm going with the Bel Air. We ain't even got there yet, so you can already mm-hmm. book that one. I ain't booking nothing else. This is WWE. You you'll never <laughs> book nothing that far in advance. But bar yeah. from injury, bar from injury, uh, yeah. as long as she she's there, uh, I'm going with Bel Air to win the Royal Rumble next year. Uh, but let's go ahead, man. Let's get some more of these picks out, man, because. We talking good, but I, I need to talk dirty because we oh, man, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Some, there's some shit. Ooh, man. Ooh, yeah. Oh, oh, we getting it. We getting it. Oh, you know, you know, we gotta say the best for last. So uh, man, the next few picks we got for the raw. Dana side. Brooke. How the hell are they gonna pick Dana Brooke ass? I'm sorry, man. I, that was just like you gonna put this damn <laughs> Dana, Dana Brooke had to be a draft pick. How the hell Dana Brooke is a damn sorry, man. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. We getting there. We getting there. We getting there. We getting there. I'm sorry. Go ahead, bro. Go ahead. So so the next three picks from Raw, man, we got Mandy Rose, Ricochet, Miz, and Morris. Wait wait a minute. It was one more. That was only. Yeah, Ricochet, Mandy Rose, Miz, and Morrison. Right. Miz, right. That's only three picks because Randy Rose, Ricochet, staying on Raw. Miz and Morrison is coming to Raw. Oh, you ain't say the SmackDown ones yet. My bad. I'm sorry. Yeah, exactly. And then on the SmackDown side, of course, they kept Jay Uso. But then we ended up getting Dominic and Rey Mysterio. <sighs> I'm gonna okay. I'm, I'm gonna be honest. I'm gonna be honest with you. Uh, and this is gonna kind of foreshadow one of the other picks. When I say Seth Rollins got drafted to SmackDown, and he said he didn't have to see them anymore. As soon as he said that, I knew in my heart of hearts, whether it was yesterday or on Monday, that those two are going to make their way over there. And I knew with this being a relatively fresh storyline to a degree, I knew following their asses, Buddy Murphy was going to come over. So let's just let, let's get right into it, man. I was happy to see Severalis come over. I'm happy to see Ray, but knowing the reason he's coming over – I can care less about the Dominic Ray and Buddy storyline following Seth to SmackDown. How do you feel about it, man? Or do you feel indifferent? But I can tell by the look on your face, you, you got something to say. I was hoping they were done with this story. I was stupidly one of those people who bought into Seth Rollins being drafted to Friday Night SmackDown. 
they were going to drop this story or finish whatever little love triangle story they had with Buddy Murphy and, and Mysterio's daughter, Malaya. You know, I, I figured, you know, they were going to finish that off on Raw. Let Seth just do something different with Matt Riddle and all these other dudes that's on this show. Hey, real quick, uh, so, real quick. So Seth has actually said he has no plans on doing anything with Matt Riddle. I guess there's a little heat between the two about some comments that matter. Uh, allegedly made about Becky Lynch in real life. So Seth has already shot that one down. Oh, whatever. Uh, then man, maybe he goes up going to Raw, whatever. Uh, which is fine with me. Um, but I, but I, I, I should have knew. I should have knew better that Dominic and Ray, like maybe <laughs> just one, but they know father and son. They're gonna go to SmackDown. Okay, cool. Maybe maybe there'll be a fresh take on this story a little bit. Maybe they'll change it up. Clearly, they're going to set up Dominic beating Seth Rollins one-on-one because that's what he needs to do. He, he he won a tag match against him, but he didn't take the pin. And he hasn't really beaten, you know, he's gotten beaten, but he hasn't beaten uh, Seth Rollins. So I feel like that's what they're going to build up to. I want Ray's eye to just take the damn patch off his eye, man. Just yeah, not pretend right. like the dude is blind, okay? We we all know it was a golf ball. We all know it wasn't nothing. Dude, just take the damn thing off, go wrestle. You know, do do something else. But Buddy Murphy getting drafted over, um, I was hoping he wasn't. But uh, I guess they got to, they, like you said, they want to continue the storyline of that. So, uh, it, yeah, okay, I guess. Um, it, I just... I don't know. I just, I, I'm just, I, I don't know, man. <laughs> I, I, I don't know, man. I don't have much. Hate I, got some, I got something to make you feel better, okay? I, I got that? something for you. I have What's a that? gift for you, okay? Please, please. Brothers do. Brothers look out for brothers. So, please. you know what? In the next batch of competitors for Raw, you got your boys, the New Day, Kofi and Woods. And, of course, you got Cleveland's own Dana Brooke. So before I reveal who SmackDown got her kept, how do you feel about the New Day and your girl Dana Brooke, man? Talk to me. How do you feel about those picks being used on those guys? It's utterly bullshit. Um, <laughs> okay. Really All right. First and foremost, okay. I get when you draft. I get when you draft the WWE Championship, the Universal Championship, the Intercontinental. Uh, the United States. I get that. Okay, cool. You decided to keep the Raw, and they did draft Bailey. Bailey got drafted in this round. Did she? No, she didn't get drafted in nope. this one. Did nope. nope, not yet. Only person that got drafted between them two was Sasha. Okay. Um. So I, Oscar's clearly staying on Raw, and she's the World Women's Championship. So she's she's clearly staying on Raw. I'm assuming Bailey's gonna stay on SmackDown because she's still the champion until Hell in a Cell. Um, having the New Day win the championships was one thing. Thought they shouldn't have did it. Then you draft them as the SmackDown Tag Team Champions to Raw. Then you don't announce Big E because SmackDown decided they wanted to draft Big E. Okay. I hated that. Okay, so let me start with the draft. And then I'll get to the championship situation. The the I didn't I hated it at first. Like I was like, well, I mean, I don't expect Kofi or Xavier to be trying to go for the big championship. Let Big E go for it. 
since you got the Usos, so now this makes sense. You got the Usos, and you're going to have Roman as a team. You got the New Day. You got Big E as the new, you know what I'm saying, new guy you pushing. You got the Xavier and Kofi back. So automatically, I'm looking at a six-man tag. I'm looking at not just six-man tag, but I'm looking at a rivalry that can be built. Mm -hmm. Big E can get a push. And he, uh, come on, you fighting with Roman Reigns, and you know he can handle himself with Roman Reigns. Roman Reigns can handle himself with him. So that's going to be new, something you haven't seen. We want to see Big E get a push. And then the Usos versus the New Day is the Usos versus the New Day. I don't care how many times you've seen them. It's the Usos versus the New Day. And you never get tired. You never get tired because you know they're going to give you a fresh match. Even if you ain't seen it in a minute, you're going to get an exciting match. You, you, you're going you're gonna to watch the match no matter how many times you've seen it. Mm, Moneymaker. Cool. Makes sense. This is genius. This is genius. Uh, but no, instead, you you draft them to Raw because you still want Big E to get his singles push. Okay, cool. But it would have made sense for them to stay there. Then you draft them as the SmackDown Tag Team Champions. Yep. Okay. So I'm I'm trying to figure out what are you gonna do Monday? Unless What's gonna happen? Unless they get drafted back. Like I, well, like I said in the text message, unless they pull like a Triple H or a John Cena where they draft them back to the show they got drafted from the first place. Well, well, they've already announced that the that they'll be on SmackDown next Friday for the New Day's farewell match against Sheamus and uh, Cesaro and Nakamura. Bro, hold on. Let me stop you there. I just thought of something. I just thought it might not happen. It might be a long shot, but I just thought of something. You ready? What's up? When Big E, you said Big E looked tired. To me, he looked irritated as all hell. He looked happy to see them at first, but you notice, I think it was Kofi that said, yeah, now we get to go back for our tag team championships. And then Big E was like, oh, yeah, championships, tag team. And like, he, I can see with this if this is gonna be their farewell, I can see him possibly turning on uh, on them. I I saw that too, but again, it's not stopping him from doing his thing. Like there's like okay, like see now I could see if it was like if now if Big E was in a tag team match, if he won the tag team titles. When he's been doing great as a singles push, okay. I can kind of see that they may be happening in some way. But, you know, it was Kofi and Xavier. It's like, nah, bro, you know, it was still you do you. We're going to go out here and, and go get this while you getting that. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So this is what we like. Like it was when Kofi was a champion. They, they were the tag team champions for a minute. And then they, they lost it. But. No, that that's that's how that group works. That that's how they've always worked. It's like, nah, man, you get your shine, you do you. We gonna right. go over here. We gonna do us, and but we still we still the new day. So I'm hoping that won't happen because right now there's no need to turn Biggie heel. That's that that that's the only reason why I'm I'm against it because there's no reason to turn him heel right now. Right now he doesn't need to be heel. He he needs to be Biggie. The fan favorite, the excited guy that comes out and just do amazing things with the, at the size that he's at, and then um, and then you just continue to push everything else. Like I said, but I feel like you you drop the ball yeah. by showing them over to Raw. Now the bigger problem is 
So let's say let's let's say that the street profits uh let's say they don't get drafted to SmackDown. <laughs> so now you got the Raw and the SmackDown tag team champions. Or let's say you draft them to SmackDown. What was the purpose unless you didn't want to take the championships off of them? That's the only thing that I can think of. Why would you draft your champions whose brand title is named after the show? It's the Raw and the SmackDown Tag Team Championship. So it's like unless you didn't want the Street Profits to lose, so you wanted to send them to SmackDown as the champions and you're just going to have them swap belts. Like that's literally what you're going to, cause they're, I mean, they're basically the same damn belt. There's no name plate or anything on it. You can literally just hand it over to the other guy and go to the other show. So that's what I'm, maybe I'm thinking they're going to do, they're doing, but why, I don't know why I, it, it didn't make sense. You broke up the new day. That didn't make sense. And you wasted a damn pick on Dana fucking Brooke. I, I'm sorry. Go ahead, man. You, you, you know, you know a way they could have kind of played it off and kind of, kind of made it make sense a little bit if Michael Cole would have announced you know, like he said if, if a champion got drafted you know, they were going to take that title to that brand. So what he could have what, what they could have did for the tag team championship, they could have said if a tag team from either show is drafted by the other show, automatically the other tag team will therefore you know what I'm saying, something like to make it make sense that would have made sense. Okay, well, obviously, if the SmackDown Tag Team Champions are going over here, then it would just make sense that we're just going to swap y'all and bring y'all over here. Then it's like, okay, and that way you can kind of save it, switch the belts, whatever, whatever. Yeah. I don't know. I just, I just, I just felt like that it was. I don't know. I felt like they try to make it seem like this is something we haven't seen before. Like, bro, we've seen you do drafts forever. You know what I'm saying? Y'all was better off just doing the damn, putting the little ping pong balls, the little thing, do, 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 doing it. You know what I'm saying? Because this just minus the like, what? Let me see. You got Bianca, Naomi, New Day. So, with the exception of like three, maybe four picks out of, I'm looking at 25 that's been drafted so far. You got four that really kind of wild you. Ah, I don't know. Yeah, no, I mean, it, it, I mean, it was the first night. You don't really expect no real big shakeup. The shakeup's gonna come Monday Night Raw because Raw's three hours. They got thirty picks. They gotta, they, you know, they gotta make the picks worthwhile and what they're gonna pick. I expect maybe a trade or two to happen. Maybe I'm not. I'm not gonna lie about that one. Uh, I don't think it'll be anybody we would want to go back to a show we feel they should be on. Um, so the, like I say, the question leading up to Monday is going to be exactly, you know, what, 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 what do you, you guys are going to draft them like now, like we said earlier, you know, when it comes to husband and wives, they tend to keep them on the same show. Uh, so with, uh, oh, uh, with, so, so with, uh, I'm sorry, with Belair, getting drafted to SmackDown, that that begs the question, okay, well, are you going to leave them? Because, you know, again, we're already questioning that with Naomi and the Usos. Like, are you going to just make Jay a single star? Are you going to send him over? Like, are you breaking up certain teams that have been tag teams and you're making more of those guys single stars, which you probably should have been did, but, you know, that's just me. But um, 
it, it makes you question that move. So, but with them being the champions, like, are you going to have them have a match or like, are they going to fight some team that may get drafted over to SmackDown? And maybe that's what will happen. Maybe the new day will come over. They'll fight a team and that team will win the SmackDown championships and then they'll get drafted over to SmackDown. Like I, you know, maybe that's what will happen. But um, and then you can have the New Day and the Street Profits and the Hurt Business, and you can have all the black guys on one show and just put them all together in one group because that's that's the only thing they can do is beat each other up. Uh, but outside of that, um, I, it, they should have stayed on SmackDown. I would have liked to see the New Day versus this new Roman and Jay and Usos kind of combination you're going to put together because. Unless you draft Jay, I mean Jimmy to, to to Raw, then no, all of that kind of non avoid. So we're not going to get that, obviously, because, um, like I say, that's one reason we think they're going to get drafted. Right? They, they they really may not, and they may end up staying on separate shows or whatever. And it's going to be kind of interesting to see how that's going to work for some of them. But eventually down the line, you're going to end up trading these people over or brand extension, wild card, whatever the you know, new name they want to come up with. Right. Uh, but I, overall, who are some of the... Uh, 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 I don't want to talk about Dana Brooke no more. I already mentioned her name enough. Yeah. It's still a wasted pick. You could have picked Lacey Evans. You could have picked Nikki Cross. You could have picked... Uh, you could have picked anybody. Anybody. Mickey James. You could have picked anybody else and, and what uh so really? I believe those I saw I believe they say those uh those women in particular uh, they're gonna be part of the bigger talent pool for uh for Monday night raw show. Uh the and then the last four people that you had uh excuse me last five people you had was Garza Raw Carrillo Raw Tucker heavy machinery they got split up he's on Raw Otis got drafted to SmackDown. Gulak is officially uh, on Raw. And he got Kalisto on SmackDown. So it seems like a lot more of the bigger names, obviously Randy Orton, uh, like you said, Mickey James. Uh, you We have a couple inactors that can't be drafted right now. Samoa Joe, Becky Lynch, Charlotte isn't eligible to be drafted right now. A Samoa Joe who has made it clear he's not done in the ring yet. Just want to throw that little nugget out there. That is true. You know, you know what? Okay, so we're done with the draft right now. I was just thinking about the bloodline. I was thinking about the Usos. I was thinking about Roman. Can you imagine? Just, just if you add one more person, man, and you put some no. more. No, I know. I, I know you don't need it because we already got Roman. I know. I know. No. Mm-hmm. All, right. All right. No, 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 no. We don't need a big faction. We don't need a big faction. Three guys. You only need three guys. You, you, you got them three. The Hurt Business is three guys. MVP is just a manager who can wrestle from time to time. But for the most part, he's a manager. You know, unless, you know, unless he got to wrestle if, if, uh, if uh, Alexander isn't there, unless he has to wrestle, he's a manager. So you got three guys there. Outside of retribution with 3,500 people, um, <laughs> You leave the Usos with with Roman. You should have kept Big E with the New Day, but let Big E continue his singles run. You didn't have to stop it. You didn't have to stun it. They could have did it like an SCU thing where it could have been 
uh, Big E is the Scorpio Sky. He's on his solo mission. I mean, I mean well, they, I, honestly, lately he hasn't. He's been doing tags. Uh, but 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 with Big E, you've already taken the steps. Unlike Scorpio Sky, where Sky isn't really having singles matches, he's he's been doing a lot of other stuff. Big E's been having singles matches and been winning and been showing out. So it's like, no, you continue that push. He got his boys to support him. I mean, just like they like he was supporting them. Why would they not want to support him? I mean, unless he says, you know, but again, you don't want to unless he says he doesn't want them. But you're not trying to turn him to a heel just yet. I, at least I don't think you do, because I think you're going to have more than enough heels. You're going to need a baby. You're going to need a face. So um, I, I don't see that being an issue. You you could have did that and that could have ran for a minute, you know, and while you're doing that, you're establishing all the other people. You're getting everyone else built up. So, you know, you can go with a big, glorious Royal Rumble and all these Elimination Chamber matches and all these other matches you're going to have on this road to next year's WrestleMania, which I'm not sure where the hell it's going to be. Well, it's going to be at the Orlando if, if the uh, contract don't run out. But um, you, you, you had a few things to play with, you know what I'm saying, that, that's established, that people like, they want to see. And because you're doing some things different with them, you know, something that's, you know, it's kind of the same, but you're using different pieces in a different way. I feel like you had something that's still fresh. I mean, the New Day ain't really never really have a real rivalry to go up against. They, The Shield kind of buried them. You know, the Shield buried everybody. Let's just be honest. The Shield buried everybody. Uh, but I feel like this this new turn of events, really really balances itself out because like i say big e can handle himself you know he he just needs to have that opportunity to know what it's like to go after the wwe championship or universal championship you know he just needs to he needs to have those moments he needs to get that time in outside of that the usos and the new day you know as far as kofi and xavier they already know what they're doing so they're just going to give you quality and while they're giving you quality roman versus big e is giving you something new so I, you know, that's just me, you know, you know, everybody can be happy with it, you know, get rid of the new day. They're tired of them. There are certain things about them. I'm, I'm, I am over with, but I trust them because I know how good they are. Uh, I just, that's just very abruptly about how you're going to break them up. Honestly, if you were going to do it, then yeah, maybe eventually you would turn Biggie heel on them, but you know, I don't know. It is what it is. It's still Vince's company. Too bad WWE 2K20 sucks, and I don't want to play it no more because I don't even feel like updating my universe. I'm going to just wait to, to, to whenever the hell the new next year come out because they skipped the whole year. That's how trash the game was. They were so trash, they said, you know what? We just going to skip a whole year. Yeah, you know, and I haven't bought uh, – I haven't bought none of the 2K. Since WWE has gone to 2K, I haven't bought any of them. I'm going to be honest. The only good one was the one with Randy Orton on the cover. No, that was WWE 12. So 12. I think maybe 2K13 was CM Punk on the cover. That, yeah, I know there were some good ones, but, dude, the I'm last wrestling game, let's just say the last wrestling game I bought was SmackDown. I think it was... SmackDown versus Raw. <laughs> was it the one with ECW? No, 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 no. It was it was uh 2011. 
It was 2011. Okay. I think okay. that was the last. I think that was the. It was. It was either that or 07. It was one of those two with Triple H on the front of the cover. I think bro, that was. That's a hell of a gap, bro. 07. That is a hell of a gap. That is a hell of a gap. But that's just how much the game. Like I played some of them other ones. Yeah. I didn't like the way it played, or I didn't like the way it looked, or I didn't like the story. It was either it was something about it that it was like, ah, uh, it's wrestling. I like playing it because it's wrestling, but because there's just that you can't do this or. They're making you do this or this does this, but it doesn't really do anything special after you play it. It's like, uh, I haven't really fell in love with it. And then I kind of just got tired of playing wrestling games because they're so time consuming. Let you want to build your own character. I, I mean, I like building my own character. That takes forever. I, I I don't have time for that no more. Let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. Would you be, would you be purchasing or tempted to purchase the AEW video game next year when it releases? Maybe I ain't gonna lie. And the only reason I say that is because they they're going back to that old arcade style engine. That's the only thing that's really tempting me. I want to know what the roster is. I gotta find out what the. I, I'm gonna do my homework on that game. Like I want to know everything about it before I consider buying it. Uh, because I want to know what the roster is, what you can do, how can you, you know, what I, I want to know everything that can be done before. I say, yeah, I'm just gonna buy it. If it's worth it, I'll, I'll. If it's worth it, sure, I'll, I'll get it because it'd be something. Here, here, here's a fun fact: Referee Aubrey Edwards used to be a video game designer before she became a rep. She's actually in charge of the development of the game. So I'm like, okay, now oh, you. Oh, oh hell yeah, I'm good. I love Aubrey. So hell yeah. Not you're not outsourcing it. You literally have somebody in the company right. that's gonna put this game together with Kenny Omega and shit like that. So. It's like, okay, you know what? WWE, you better get your shit together. 2K, you better start stepping it up. And I said, ain't they using one of uh, ain't you what is that? J- Yakes, 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 or whatever? Oh, uh, Yukes, yeah, they're using yeah. Yukes. I'm like, damn, Yukes used to do WWE. That, that's the ones that used to do all the Raw versus SmackDowns. I'm like, yeah. all right, I and I love them. SmackDown, I know your role was my favorite. That that one was my favorite because. You can do everything. You can put people in different title brackets. You can do the storyline. You can do the GMO. You can create everything. Oh, you can do everything. And they had so many matches you could do. Yeah. Oh, man, I love that game. I, I might have to get on my PlayStation Plus and find that and play it. <laughs> Dude, hey, I'm telling you. I'm, I'm telling you. Like, I, I would, And that's the thing about the old wrestling games. I mean, I, I, we kind of segued off or whatever. Anyway, oh, so... Yes. Um, yeah, it, it's it, wrestling. It's still wrestling. It, it's, it's funny because when I play the old wrestling games, even though it's so simple, like you only can do like three or four different moves, but it's like you say, the gameplay, the storytelling, the different modes. Like, right. you, 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 you didn't have, you couldn't do as many moves and all the cool, glitzy, glamour shit, but it was other shit that made you immersed and invested in the game. It's like you say, it was other things that was part of the game that was more than just wrestling that made you want to keep replaying it. I don't always want to just sit up here and do a 619 all goddamn day. Maybe I want to create a show or be a GM or an owner or something like that. You feel me? Make matches and just kind of create my own little story and how what people are doing and how's it. Yeah, oh yeah. That, I love I love I love having more control. And that was my thing. Because yeah. after after a few games, like after 07, because I think that's what it was. 07 was like the real last one where you had Real control over everything. Every aspect of it you controlled. You had your little story of style pieces you could use, 
but right. you can do things in a different way where the other pieces you just kind of had to dig you just had to do it whatever it is they put together however they they put it together whatever the story was you just had to go through it you really didn't could like you control it but you didn't you didn't just do what you want to do and not do what they wanted you to do so right, right. but if aw comes out with a decent game it's worth it everything about it it's got enough talent on it that we're you know I feel like it's got enough for me to do, you know, to wrestle with different people and create my own. Then, yeah, man, have my own little fun. Sure. I, I'll definitely get it. Uh, but, yeah, man, no, man, we're we talking about wrestling games, man. It's wrestling. This, this, <laughs> this is, it's all, it's all, it all bands together. It all bands together. Hey, man, you know, the GOAT once said practice. We ain't talking about the game. We're talking about practice. The game? I'm ready for the game. Practice. He's at practice, but no, man. man but these drafts, though, I it, it you know just kind of finish things out before we get out yeah. of here because you know we both got to get up and go to work in the morning. Uh, <laughs> the 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 it started off nice, then it just faded. It, it just faded for me, and yeah. I'm hoping that you know there's some logic to some of the decisions, especially with the new day being the new champions of SmackDown. And then being drafted to Raw, um, I'm sure they're setting up something, but it's gonna. I, I I have no faith that whatever it is is going to look good. I have a feeling it's gonna be something that's gonna be stupid, and it's just gonna undermine people that I don't want it to. So, yeah, man, you could have just. It, I mean, if you're gonna just have draft them, like I said, if you're gonna draft the Street Profits to SmackDown. Didn't have them just switch titles with the, like just swap titles. Like here, here y'all go. Here's y'all champion. We're our champions. We're gonna do our thing. Y'all go do y'all thing. Whatever. But mm-hmm. yeah, uh, I don't know. And I, yeah, I'm yeah. I don't know. <laughs> it, it's the first night. It's it's the first night. It is what it is. We know they're saving their quote unquote the best for Monday. So we'll we'll see what happens on Monday, man. Well, with that being said, ladies and gentlemen, thank you once again for tuning in to another installment of the Generation of Wrestling Podcast. As always, it's yours truly, the franchise, a.k.a. the Tribal Chief. We got Tuco, a.k.a. the Flyers in the room. And, of course, we got the Flawless Phenomenon, Flawless Jordy B. As we stated, man, uh, Friday was just part one. Monday is part two. So, of course, we're going to give you the review show for that. It will probably either be Tuesday or Wednesday, depending. But, yeah, man, other than that, Tuco, man, any final words before we get off this thing? Dana Brooke, man. They wasted a damn pick on Dana Brooke. You could have drafted anybody else. Yo, Dana Brooke, man. Dana Brooke, man, whatever. Well, why, why, why are you feel some people worry about that? Let's just be grateful that it wasn't Lana. That, oh, that would have been worse. You know what? Okay. All right. You calm me down now. That that would have been oh man, she gonna be uh okay, you know what? Yeah, that, that calmed me down a little bit. Until now the draft, she gonna fuck around and be like the first and the number one pick, they pick Lana. <laughs> Raw better not pick Lana first. Hey, hey, they did it with Carmella a few years ago. She was like one of the she was the first female pick for SmackDown. So you know, you never know. But to be honest, because Miro's in AEW, I feel like they 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 uh hating on her anyway. So 
I, she might not even get picked. <laughs> she might be an undrafted pick. Through a table three weeks in a row, May Young ain't even get that kind of treatment. Man, that was that. Yeah, that that was something nasty. I'm like, how you gonna get triple team like that? Like, where's your partner? Where's Natalia? Where's Natalia? I thought she was your girl. I thought y'all had each other's backs. Where is she at? You need some help, Lana. You need some help. Oh man. But yeah, yeah, she getting that. Yeah, she getting that treatment. So. Yeah, getting that AEW treatment, bro. That 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 that, that uh, the same thing they did with Renee Young. Oh yeah, oh yeah. I I can't wait to see where she go next, but you know that's that's neither here nor there. But yeah, man. Monday night draft night part two. I don't know why. I think I should have learned my lesson, but for some odd reason, I'm still very excited. Don't know why I'm excited. Because like there's gonna, gonna be know. some excitement. There's gonna be a like. I mean, let's not let's be honest. I know before we get out of here, man. There's gonna be some good picks. I mean, Friday had some good picks. Had some damn good picks. Some a, a few surprises that I would definitely did not see coming and was glad that they made. So they're gonna have some good picks. You just know they're gonna have some stupid picks and they're gonna make some have. You just know who they are. So it's just all about. What they're doing and it making sense down the line, like and and where you, who are you going with? What talent are you gonna push? Like, are you just? I, I don't feel like a lot of people are really going anywhere. I, I I feel like there'll be maybe what thirty picks, maybe ten people will go somewhere. I think mm. the rest will just kind of stay where they're already at. Right. So, All right. Man. Well, I would like guess time would tell, man. So you know, Monday night we got a uh, we got one more day, man. We got a Browns game tomorrow. Then you know, Monday night we got the draft. So yeah, man. You know, you know, the land in the building, baby. You know, you know how yeah. it is. Baby. Gotta have, we gotta represent the land, baby. Gotta represent the land. We about to go four one, boy. We coming out hot. Hey, they better be ready, man. The coast, hey, the coast, hey, the coast is coming out hot. They they got the number one defense. Yeah, they rank number one. So you know, we, they, any any of y'all, Indianapolis Coast fans. Don't take this ass whooping too seriously. Now, no, let me stop. Let me stop. I'm talking about the Browns. You know what? I apologize. I'm apologize right now. I'm sorry. I'm not apologizing. No, 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 no. Look, 2020's already been a bad enough year. Okay, we don't know. We don't need. We don't need any more bad luck. Okay, no. So let me just say, <laughs> I apologize. All right, good game tomorrow, guys. Good game. Every sportsmanship and all that, you know, well wishes and everything. No, we we need all the luck and love we can get because I don't know how long that's gonna last. Uh, Chubb is out for the next four to six weeks, so I, yeah, I'm I'm I, I'm I'm worried, but I'm not worried. I'm, I want to see what this new coach is gonna do, but other than that, um, yeah, good game at Indianapolis. Good game. <laughs> With that being said, man, Kevin Stefanski, my brother. Too cold, my brother. Flawless, my brother. And until next time, man, we'll see y'all when we see you. Peace. Peace.